Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down things you should week that makes it in this title of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. Hello. Hi, Hi guys. Hello. I like how you you often do a hello after we introduce ourselves, and it's like it's like varying percentages of Don Pardo every time. Yeah, yeah. Hello. It's like not quite, but it it verges. We could do musical guests. Just hire somebody to do an imitation of a dead man for the hello. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing morbid about it. Um, Nothing strange about it. Totally fine. Everything is fine. Wait, Patty, I need to ask a question. Per, We were talking about this right before we recorded. As per Kat's previous email. <laughs> well, we per were just talking about it, and email. then we hit record. Uh, have you, you've never had kombucha before? That's correct. I feel like I, I'm going to sound like a real fucking ivory tower latte sipping asshole. Liberal. But that is surprising to me. I feel That's like... That's not. I, I'd go medium surprising. That is indeed a tasty beverage. I just like, I don't know. I drink it all the time. I feel like it has become a very normal Bev. Like I see, I I I just see them a lot. I don't think I understand what category it's in because it has some mm. alcohol in it, but people are drinking it like, do you, is that something you would bring to work and drink? And not yeah, it's yeah. not like yeah. just getting drunk. It's like it has like less alcohol than a no duels does. It's not like, okay. yeah, it's not I, like booze. I think it, the only thing I remember was like at some point somebody was trying to do a thing with it where they were doing kind of like scare tactics-y stuff where they were like, it could make somebody relapse because they don't say it's alcoholic, but it's like, mm. you know, it's like a duels or whatever. I think but. they do have like it yeah, when it first became like popular in the US, I think there was some controversy about labeling because it does have alcohol in it. Like I, I think it is like some of them say like you sh- probably shouldn't drink this if you're under twenty one yeah. or under eighteen or something, but it's not like illegal to drink it if you're under those ages. It's and I, yeah. I don't think it is like possible to get drunk off them because your tummy would be like, Why are you filling me with bacteria? Yeah. What are you it's, doing? It's it's like those those good uh, I don't know if you guys have seen those like funny um like short reels type thing that one guy does that's like he plays like a straight edge guy who like quote broke edge by like yeah like oh, having yeah. kombucha or something. <laughs> he's like, What dude? No. Like you don't get it. Like, yeah, that guy's yeah. great. Yeah. I just like I feel like most <laughs> people it like the average American, not surprised if they don't have kombucha. But we live in like like I said, we live in latte sipping asshole ground zero. And uh, every bodega's got it. Like even yeah. the janky bodegas have it now. So I think I would have predicted exactly what uh, Patty said before we started, which is that I would have predicted that as in a none of my business sort of drink for Patty. Just <laughs> not interested. Do not need it. Things do are not going have the fine time to figure this it. out. Yeah. I think it like I think I got it got tagged fairly or unfairly as like a preemptively exhausting like hippie asshole thing, and I was totally. like, I don't need to. I don't need to get involved. It's in this. it's a deeply obnoxious bottle. Like it looks like glass. it looks like you should be holding a, a cotton ball against the end of it, the, the bottle that you're drinking out of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very apothecary. It before you put a bandaid on, it's a very apothecary style bottle. And I think I bought one once and was like immediately annoyed. You know, like like the the disgraced Kanye, uh, but the tweet about the water bottle on planes, where he's like, "What yeah. am I supposed to do?" Which 
I won't defend many things, he says. I will defend <laughs> that. I do get annoyed when airplanes give me something that I have to take care of. You have to just tote around. Yeah. The Diet Coke can? Oh, my. Or they're That's just like. sit on the tray? Oh, Come here's on, basically no, a small. No, I like when they give me the can because otherwise they give me a thimble full of Diet Coke. Yeah, that's. I asked for the can, but the bigger thing is the thimble full of Coke, but also filled with cold, cold ice that's going to melt. <laughs> and you're definitely going to knock over because you're a big lug. And- I want the square ice cubes. Yeah, I want one ball. I want like a like at a mixology place. They right, have yeah. just a bunch of little things where they just crack it open, and it's this sphere of ice. I, I need the ice. flight attendant to be chipping ice off a big block. <laughs> asking, asking, make me fly- a diet coke <laughs> smash, please. Hey, do you That's guys have an ice press in there to make uh, to make spheres of ice? Do you guys have so, yeah, whiskey it look, stones? It looks like you're dr- it looks like you're drinking hydrogen peroxide, yeah. calf. That's what that bottle whiz- looks like. Do you have whiskey? Stones? They don't all come in an annoying <laughs> bottle, but yeah. this do- this does look like rubbing alcohol or something for sure it's like why does it need to be protected from light yeah. What's that looks like here? it came from under the bathroom sink like that is that is what you're drinking right now hey i, I don't know what you guys have on this flight i don't know if you guys did a secret santa recently but if you have whiskey stones that would be great for me just kind of <laughs> some some God. cubes of basalt that i could drop into <laughs> the perennial i know we've just gotten past this because it's it's no longer christmas but like the perennial gifts for men list is always so funny to me like every it's like i don't fucking know whiskey stones i yeah. guess gifts for men does he have men beard oil life. get him a, some fucking beard oil a set of mustache combs yeah <laughs> soap that isn't gay all, they know. are like written by like a six-year-old that's trying to buy gifts for his dad and like doesn't others it's like just like one thing that they sees his dad do, and he's like, "That's everything he does." Those are all of his hobbies. His tiny Mug made out of baseball bat. Mug made out of baseball bat. Ooh, that sounds cool. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, I mean, it's I'll give just it up. like yeah. I don't know. Every, every single year, it's the same stuff, which is mm-hmm. very funny to me. It's replaced like the tie because people were like, "Well, we can't do ties because people make fun of it." So people don't like wear ties enough anymore. Most of the time, yeah. unless they're very important. So. My dad's always yeah. trying to unload his suits on me. I don't know how to tell him. Isn't like, your dad like a foot shorter than you? It's all, every part of it is, doesn't make sense. It's like. <laughs> Eli's going to start going for like the, uh, like, like the. I look like David Byrne. Level. Yeah. I mean, like, like the, like the J crew circa like, what, like 2013 or something where everything was like super short. Like the Tom Brown. Capri everything. The Tom Brown era. Yeah. The Tom Brown pants. Yeah. There's a guy who it's funny because that's exactly how that works. Anyone who doesn't know Tom Brown was like this very, maybe still popular, but like He's huge popular menswear sure. designer that like whole thing is like very shrunken suits. And there's one guy in my neighborhood that wears a full Tom Brown suit like all the time. I just see him walking around. And it's funny because every time I see him, I'm like, that suit is way too small. And then I see the little Tom Brown tag and I'm like, very cool. <laughs> like, I'm so brainwashed by it because I'm like, when I don't know it's Tom Brown, I'm like, you look crazy. And then I'm like, oh, and you're just very, very nice. cool. Very nice. <laughs> um, yeah, no, my dad, that's the thing. He's always trying to unload his suits on me. He'll probably listen to this because he has confirmed to me that he listens to this, the beginning of the podcast sometimes. Oh, hey, what's up, Eli's dad? Yeah, he's like, it's, you know, I don't know if I can listen to, he's like, I, to be fair, Diamond I can't Dave. make it through most TV shows. So, um, but yeah. Metrics like, bear that out generally. That's the, u- typical. he's a typical user. Although yeah. pe- most people listen to, mo- we, we have, a pr- I think we have a pretty good listen through rate, but mm-hmm. uh, a lot of podcasts, yeah, it's like. Di- Diamond Dave is really bringing down, down our averages, yeah. It's fucking up our stats. <laughs> 
But yeah, um, it's 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 just funny that he's trying to give you your suits because I know I know you are uh, as has been established on the podcast. Eli is very tall and also adopted, and his parents are not uh, not giants. And so I just imagine you and your parents is like that Diane Arbus photograph <laughs> of the of the giant. I'll I'll put it in the chat. I thought I thought you were going to say like it's been established that Eli is a bit of a fashion guy, and instead you're like <laughs> it's been established that he is a huge man with no. No parents. So. <laughs> it's been established that Eli is the biggest orphan, the world's biggest orphan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just a mix of stuff where it's like, I don't think it would really fit. It would like be too short. But also, I mean, he was, these are uh, from an, another time. So they're like yeah. huge and like big lapels. I would just, I would look fucking right. insane. Right. Um, no, Eli is a, Eli's a hype beast. You know, yeah. that's what yeah. it comes down to. You're a, sna- you're a snappy dresser. Yeah. I've had to, I've had Eli to pays attention. I, I've had to phase out some of the more like 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 outwardly hype beasty stuff. I mean, I would never have said that that's what I wanted to look like, but <laughs> certain things that I'm like this is a young man's game, you know. I ha- I have not seen the the poker chips jacket this the, winter. The yet. poker chip jacket is on the ropes. That is that is getting a little much to be wearing. <laughs> I still like it. It also uh, hasn't been cold enough, but yeah, it's yeah. A, Eli has a puffer that is covered in this poker chip print that is, it's flashy. I'll say that. It it calls attention to itself. I have never gotten more compliments on a jacket specifically on the subway than I have in that (laughs) jacket. I'll tell you what. I will tell you what. That's a yeah. That's a jacket where you get com- you get a compliment from the bouncer who's about to show you porno on his phone. As well. <laughs> Are you talking specifically about the bouncer that showed me porno on his phone? <laughs> well, that was just a reference I knew that you had made before. And it wasn't <laughs> porno. It was a video of him getting his dick sucked. <laughs> that's so much more insane. <laughs> I mean, that's porno though, technically. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is wild. <laughs> hey man, check this out. Like, what? What are you You're showing like, me? He was what? playing like oh. Clash of Clans, and he closed it. Let's show everybody getting his dick sucked. Oh no. Yeah. You have to say it's cool, or he won't let you in. Hey man, cool dick. <laughs> <laughs> nice dick, dude. Bring it to the White House. She seems to- <laughs> <laughs> cool dick, man. You want to bring it to the White House? <laughs> <laughs> she seems to like it, I guess, in this video. So, congrats. She, she wasn't prominently featured. I mean, she was prominently she featured. She wasn't but... prominently featured. It was mostly the dick. Get out of the shot. Get out of the shot. It's like, <laughs> what am I doing here? What? What is this? You're crowding the shot. Yeah. Really disagreeing with this. I mean, I've, I've only become like, uh, the with the without the hair, I've only become more bouncer looking anyways. So, pretty recently, I got asked to cover for somebody. At a bar. <laughs> on a door? Yeah, they said they had to go. Either, they either went to get a sandwich or went to take a shit. And they were like, can you sit here? And I <laughs> sat on the stool and checked people's IDs for like 10 minutes. Pretty cool. <laughs> if you're Pretty over fun. a certain like height or weight, preferably both, you do have to sort of learn how to check IDs just like because yeah. you will be. You're like a first responder for <laughs> IDs. Yeah, I'd have to go down to ground zero and check everyone's IDs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's um, just like you just got to know because you never know when when an emergency is going to yeah. arise, you know? Right. And, yeah. And, you have, and then you have to know how to like dial down any kind of jovialness you might have to project yeah. the right thing at the, depending on the right. place. Man, just on the on the topic of height and weight. I know we've talked about this before. I, had, I don't know why I had an inkling to check this. I've, I've lost a little weight recently. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I was like, I wonder what my BMI is now. And I was reminded that if you're over like six feet tall, 
It's so, I, I was like. You have to be like 150 pounds or something. It wanted me to be, I think, like 200 pounds, which I would look like a daddy long legs. It looked like a Slender Man. That's not right. <laughs> so, Slender Man is of optimal health. He is, yeah. he is what p- the peak male form looks like. Yeah. The I peak had a fun- cryptid form. <laughs> I had a fun thing at uh, uh, Thanksgiving where my cousin was like, because I said, you know, everyone's got that old chair that like, is, is, you know, like Thanksgiving was like, you got to bring out every chair in your house. And there's one that's like on the verge. And so you yeah. put like the lightest relative you put like. <laughs> yeah. And so you after- really do get to see you like holiday dinner does double as household chair inventory. You get all of them in there. Yeah. So there's like these two chairs. That are very nice chairs that are like family, my fucking mom's, some of my mom's family like embroidered them themselves, but I'm also not allowed to sit on them because as we noted, I am a troll with no, and so I was like, maybe you're gonna have to sit on it. And I was like, is this, a, is this a, I had to be like, is this a chair I can sit on? And then, you know, I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, is this a chair you want somebody who weighs 245 pounds to sit on? And my cousin was like, you weigh 245 pounds? And then I got to call my, uh cousin this was all in good fun i got to call my cousin who has two children a shrimp i said not of a, not all of us are shrimps <laughs> got I him sat down nice i was in control for the first shrimp's, time shrimp's, shrimp's a good one yeah where did that come from by the way shrimp like aren't exactly that small like among even among sea creatures you know what i mean like, yeah like, like why don't we call people like a plankton or something right why like are we calling plankton? them shrimpy I mean, it's it, obviously it has a great it has a great sound to it, like you know, what I mean? like you know, like it's it's appealing to hear. Yeah. But. What about those baby shrimps? Those guys, those guys, sure. Yeah. They're I guess tiny. I guess I'm thinking about jumbo shrimp. So that's well, that's I mean, you have to affix the jumbo to it, right? Because although I, I think that's only called they're only called that when they're food. They're mm. not called that when they're alive. <laughs> no, they call them jumbo, jumbo shrimp. shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My man's thinking about langoustines. My man's thinking about prawns. Okay. I just Googled it to see if maybe maybe shrimp were named because they were small and those things like de- those words de- like meanings mm-hmm. developed in parallel or something. But nope, that's not that is not the case. We call people shrimps because they remind us of the little tasty guys. Yeah, they're kicking their little legs and they're, they got a big stripe of shit on their back. We call them a shrimp. <laughs> That's what it yeah, comes you got, from. You got to be de-veined before somebody can eat you. It's like, all right, hey buddy, why don't you get de-veined and come back? <laughs> you a little shrimp. You got a little stripe of shit on your back, man. You're a little shrimp. Yeah, man. You you shit your pants and go down a slide, little man. What's going on there? <laughs> yeah, most people prefer when your head and stuff is not on you uh, when you're on the plate because they don't need to be reminded of what you were like when you were alive, which yeah. is like a bug. Yeah, they don't a- need to be reminded that they're eating a like mass casualty event of shrimp <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah why don't somebody leave your shell on and then bury you under a whole plate of spaghetti and make me find it little man how about that what, you, what is your what is your uh discarded tail gonna make a dog throw up <laughs> <on the street? laughs> good dog dry heave while i'm walking it <laughs> how do you feel about having your body parts be litter for another species Mm-hmm. Just all over the sidewalk, killing hey, dogs. Why don't I get, why don't I get you and seven of your friends and hang you on the side of a martini glass, <laughs> <laughs> filled with a delicious spicy sauce? Man, now I have yeah. a craving for it. cocktail shrimp. That's a new one for the podcast. <laughs> craving cocktail shrimp. <laughs> cocktail. You're calling a cocktail shrimp, not shrimp cocktail. Is that a new? Is that, is it, uh, I mean, tomato, tomato. 
I've never heard cocktail shrimp in that order before. I don't think. I feel like I, I, I feel like I have in the sense that like a cocktail shrimp is when there is a cold cooked shrimp on a in a display. That's a, that is one cocktail shrimp. It's it's a it's an it's a question of perspective. You know, it's like a it's like the two faces that are all, also a vase. You know, you get a shrimp cocktail, which is six cocktail shrimp, and that's mm. that's how it works. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And it's obviously redundant to call them a shrimp cocktail shrimp, mm, you know, because yeah. you, you know, it's, right. yeah. People, you wouldn't be like a shrimp from a shrimp cocktail. Like, that's yeah. such a mouthful. You can simply, just say a cocktail right. shrimp. I know what you mean. It's cold and it's cooked, and I'm mm-hmm. going to dunk it in some spicy we already, sauce. We already, we already have this mess with shrimp scampi. Somebody really biffed it on that one. Yeah. That's oh, nonsense. yeah. We're like, scampi is a type of them, but also a f- preparation. Don't. I don't even want to think about it. I'm getting stressed out. You guys ever think about the fact people have been listening to this podcast for like five years? (laughs) (laughs) We're still cracking open shrimp cocktail (laughs) year six, (laughs) whatever it is. I wish I was Uh, cracking open shrimp cocktail. God damn. Yeah. Yeah, That's one of the seafoods that would not do well in a can. I would not buy canned shrimp, I don't think. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure they sell it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Should we do numbers? Sure. Numbers time? Number five. Number five is uh, from Kate, Speakacy of the House. Uh, if you would like to submit stories, you can join our Discord at the $10 a month level. Sorry, you can join our Patreon at the $10 a month level. Our Discord is free. But at the $10 a month level, you get access to the private Discord channels where you can submit stories like this one. Uh, the story is uh, a story after my own heart uh, as a as a born and bred New Englander. Um the there's a Duncan in Lynn, Massachusetts, which if you know anything about Massachusetts and Duncan, you know, that is like the one of the probably Duncanist Duncan locations. Yeah, and that's really dialed up. Yeah. I, yeah. I it's like Lynn. You got a lot of guys like the Casey Affleck SNL sketch. I see that they have on, on their at sign outside. It says it doesn't say Duncan Donuts. It says Lynn Duncan. So it's like its own yeah. brand. Duncanino. that that makes sense to me for lynn massachusetts um but yeah so this guy this duncan has been there uh for for many many years and for the past 40 years this guy this lynn resident fred brown has walked to duncan it's a mile from his house every day to get a medium hot coffee and a plain stick donut 40 years drank a lot of coffee today exactly and uh, a classic order from Fred. Yeah. Um, 40 years. He is now 95 years old. He looks great, honestly. There are pictures of him. I I mean, I feel like anyone who's like not actively dying at 95 looks great. Like, congrats. But I would I would not. I, I don't know if I'd say 95 for this guy. I feel like he looks pretty good. Yeah, he looks anyway. good. Yeah, I mean, you no know, he's walking a mile a day. So he's, he's walking getting, a mile. You know, Two miles a day because he walks to the dunk and then oh, he walks back. Oh, it's a mile back. each way. Oh, okay, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So good for him. Um, he yeah, he's ninety five, and uh, the Duncan threw him a birthday party this week. He turned ninety five, and uh, he's been a loyal customer. And uh, they made him some personalized donuts that said "Happy ninety fifth birthday, Great Uncle Fred," which is very sweet. Um, one thing that is in a real wrench in this story, though, kind of the reason I wanted to talk about it today is because they just casually put in here that uh, one of the attendees at this birthday party 
is Cuppy the Duncan mascot, which... <laughs> you know, which, Cuppy. <laughs> yeah, Cuppy the Duncan mascot. We're all aware. Like, what? Duncan has a mascot and its name is Cuppy? This is news to me. And I'm a I'm a Duncan fan. Like yeah. I'm 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 a regular, you know? Never seen Cuppy hanging out there. As you as you can imagine in your head, it's he looks exactly like what you think. He's just a big cup um uh, with eyes and he stuff. He doesn't even have like a Duncan logo on him. He doesn't he's even have a, a lid. Cup of cop- yeah. <laughs> he's no, he's, yeah. He's an open top black coffee that's just I love him now. Um <laughs> but I also since we've seen this picture I can't stop thinking about Cuppy like doing an event or making an appearance at my local Duncan which is about 10 square feet and yeah. the the absolute chaos he would cause trying to <laughs> just like be like Cuppy's here and then the entirety of Cuppy being there is just people trying to be like excuse me excuse me and he's like oh, oh trying to let them through um yeah, where, just avoiding eye contact with yeah. both the suit and the guy in the suit yep. as you try to move around him. Cuppy would have to pay the guy who opens the door for you when you walk into Duncan five dollars. <laughs> that's yep. that's the scam going on at my Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the 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 unofficial door attendant of Dunkin' Donuts mm-hmm. does not work there. Dunkin' Doorman. Dunkin' yeah. Doorman. Yeah. Um. But I mean. The it's, Duncan it, doorman goes to take a shit. And he's like, hey, buddy, can you cover the door for me for a minute? He's checking ID. He's going to make sure you're 95 <laughs> years old. Um, it is. This is like such a sweet story, too. He loved it, right? He's got they got some quotes from your hair. Yeah, he had a great time. He was really happy about it. He thought it was really sweet. Yeah, they'll never top this. This was fantastic. They gave him 92 sets of 95 $5. This is a confusing sentence. I believe they gave him two sets of. Two sets of 95 yeah. comma or whatever I, $5 I don't gift understand. cards. I, I don't understand this where, does that mean they gave him, so it says two sets of 95 $5 gift so cards. So 190 gift cards? $195 gift cards? I I think so. Because it said it, they left him speechless. Yeah, which no which, shade to Mr. Fred, that's probably a lifetime supply of gift cards, my man. Uh, <laughs> wow. But yeah. Ice cold. I know. I'm just joking. I like Fred. And then he said, <laughs> and then it, <laughs> classic old guy humor after they threw in, he said, can I buy everybody a cup of coffee? I was like, you better. That many gift cards. The Duncan people were cards. like, these can only be used on you, actually. You can't <laughs> yeah. spread them around. Yeah, they're locked to your fingerprint. It's uh, Yeah. Can't so, sell I, them. I was just going to say, I, I have, I've met Cuppy, to be clear. Yeah. What was he but, like? Eli and I were like, what the fuck is Cuppy? And Patty was like, oh, I took a picture with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, the pictures of you and Cuppy are really good. So the so, the one the Cuppy in the oh, hold on, um, let me download these to my hard drive. Yeah, yeah download them to your PC. <laughs> the the Cuppy in the pictures from this party is like an off brand Cuppy. It looks like because he's white and he doesn't have a logo on it. But the Cuppy you met is brown and has dun- a Duncan logo. This is an yeah, iced I, Cuppy. I, that's right. Oh, I believe I I, it was in the summertime. It was at Jimmy Buffett. I believe that <laughs> I believe that um, this Cuppy was, uh, yeah, he was, he's supposed to be iced. Did he and put his boobs on the glass? He, he's got, this <laughs> Cuppy's got a logo. The Cuppy, he, it's just covered by his hand, his arm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I missed that. Okay, so yeah, he's <clears> there's the hot Cuppy and the iced Cuppy. Eli does ask a good question, though. Did Cuppy, the iced Cuppy, put his boobs on the glass? 
Um, no, not that I'm aware of. Because he was inside the venue. He was like, once you got through the tickets, he was in there. Because like, oh, it was like a little, like a little pavilion, uh, the place where the concert was. So... <laughs> Um, he was not, he was not out at the tailgate. I mean, it's dangerous to put, I assume everyone at the Jimmy Buffett tailgate is well toasted. You probably don't want a mascot around people who are dude, people at the Jimmy, Buffett. okay. <laughs> we can talk about this because, because I had this, a similar experience last night. Um, so last night I went to, uh, the, one of the monthly Billy Joel residency shows at, uh, Madison square garden. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was a, an irony free zone in a way that is very sort of very similar to Jimmy Buffett. Cause it's like just people who are like, this is like their thing, you know, yeah. there are people yeah. there who like that's there. Um, and man, if you want to see like 50 plus ladies that are just like out of control, like, you know, <laughs> like need to be repeatedly told to go back to their seats, like, you know, reacting <laughs> negatively to that information because, like, no one ever tells them to do anything, you know, that kind right. of thing. Um, dancing in a way that, like, <laughs> is causing me, like, secondhand, like, pain, you know, to see. Oh, just um, that, like, weird, disjointed hula motion? And just, like, a lot of, like, you know, like, I don't know, like, just, like, you know, like, like uh, I said this last night, like, I wish I could live in, like, a... a a world where I wasn't like perceiving myself from the outside and like so completely inhibited because like, it's just like true, like real corny ass dancing. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. is like a free zone and like a lot of like doing this point at the, at the stage, like, you know, like, like <laughs> that's Billy Joel, <laughs> like doing like a, like a rhythmic pointing, you know, for, during like, I don't know, uh, moving out or what, you know, take your pick of, but, uh, but it was, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun, but it was just like, man, these are people who like don't do this that often, probably. Mm-hmm. And I, it's like this is their were, night out. Like, they were occasionally N, a little L. annoying. There were there were younger people, kind of about ten rows behind us or so. That for a while, the guy was yelling after every song, "Play the stranger." That's, <laughs> that was his like bit, um, which was which was which was annoying or which was funny. Then annoying. I would have liked to hear the stranger. I think it's a good song. Uh, he you never played play the stranger. stranger. Um, but, uh, and then if you play, it was like a three hour show though. It's crazy that he does, but it's only once a month, I guess, but he does put on a good show. But, um, and then eventually that guy started saying Oyster Bay, which I didn't know if it was a reference to the place or there is a song from a 2005 Billy Joel album that I did not know existed, um, called like my lives. It's, he wanted something. crackers. He needed sustenance. He wanted some oyster crackers. He oyster was yelling crackers. to his wife to get his crackers out of her purse. He needed, yeah. he needed a nibble. I but don't if know he, if like he, when this changed to me, but I, I feel like I feel like it's common practice, but I find yelling a request to a band that's playing insanely rude. I don't know. I I think it's so rude. It's just like yes. they're okay. Th- do you agree with me? Like it's just, unless they ask for requests, I think it's rude. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I, um, think everyone expects them to play it. It's just well, weird. It's just you're strange. at Madison Square Garden, so it's more just like he doesn't well, also, hear yeah, you. You're being annoying. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, that's more what it is for me. What a, yeah, what no, a level it, of fame, He's too. just being... That guy in particular is just being annoying because Billy Joel's like five miles away. Like, I, Yeah. Also, like, I saw... Um, I, I was at a show this weekend. Todd Berry dropped in, and he was talking about how... he The Rolling Stones canceled a show because one of them had COVID. And it's like, first of all... Anyone would be honored to get COVID from Mick Jagger. Like everyone's going to risk that. Second yeah. of all, everyone is five miles away. Like right. you can't get, even his other bandmates are like miles away. Like yeah. you can't, 
You can't give people COVID and yeah. An also, yeah. if you're going to Rolling Stones, like a lot of times people buying tickets, they're like, I want to make sure to see them. I don't know if I'll get another chance. It's like if they're like they have COVID, it'd be like, well, then they gotta do it. I'm not sure. You know <laughs> how yeah. long they're gonna. I, I saw I, the Rolling Stones with a bunch of like when I was younger, and a bunch of my parents and their friends went, and it was a very it was like cool Billy Joel. Yeah, the, that was a very yeah. I went no three to the Stones, and I believe I, the MCI Center at the time. Uh, for I went to FedEx, uh, so whatever it's called now, where the where they uh, where the oh, it's still called FedEx, and they haven't changed. It's still okay. falling apart. So I think it was there. It might have been at the Baltimore. I think <clears> it was FedEx though. But but anyway, um, and uh, yeah, there were like a group of older people, like same kind of age as the people that I was talking about from last night, like passing a cigarette like a joint. It was like it was just <laughs> that's awesome. I yeah. love that. Yeah. That's like, real like this is my one night out shit. Exactly. Like that's that was the that, yeah. One I mean, Virginia so, Slim. Yeah. But I mean, you know, but, and there were and there was like a little pit down down by the stage and and there was like one lady in particular who even from like up in the 200s was like going the hell off like in the jumping pit? up and down just like really going nuts <laughs> as much as you can be going nuts in a billy joel pit yeah um, billy joel pit. but back back to the request thing yeah it's i do think it's rude i think it's i think it's, it's a lot awkward. like at a, it's a lot like at a wrestling show where like you the, every section has one person who's trying to get bits off during the show yeah, and that's yeah, that's yeah. what that was but like um sometimes if the person hears you make the request like it can go very negatively for you like i'm pretty sure like ryan adams Somebody kept requesting Summer of 69 and he like threw the guy out or like tried to fight the guy or something. Yeah. Um, and then also there, the, this is the one I'm, I'm sure I've talked about this one thing because I think about it all the time. The singer of Deer Hunter, I, I don't know, or an Atlas Sound. Somebody requested My Sharona for some reason and he played My Sharona for an hour. He just played it for an hour. <laughs> That's pretty Just funny. the true and YouTube, it was like, my Sharona. You're all getting punished yeah. for this. And it was yeah. like some kind of breakdown or something. There was other stuff going on, obviously, but like it was this thing <laughs> in like, you know, when was this? Like 2012. Yeah, I remember seeing it on like, I don't know, Stereo Gum or Brooklyn Vegan or one of those things. And it was just like, yeah, this guy, he just like, and, and there's a little bit clips of video of him just kind of just playing like solo weird my Sharona by himself. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, the guy got what he wanted, I guess. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make you smoke the whole pack of my Sharona That's yeah. to teach that you a effect- lesson. That is effectively, you gave him the whole pack. That's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> no. Anyway, happy birthday to this man uh, at the Duncan. The I'm, Duncan. Uh, I'm happy for him. I think he'll live longer than 190 days, personally. But, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we'll I'm see. I'm not putting any bad juju on the man. It's. I hope he's well. <laughs> I hope yeah, he's well. well. Bye-bye. We'll, we'll, we'll issue an official best of luck. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. If you like this episode, you should check out our bonus episodes at patreon.com slash whatatimepod. This week, we talked about Tommy McNamara, friend of the show, former Once and Future Guests album recording. We also debated about which non-food store you could survive in the longest with the food options they have available. And tempers flare when the question (laughs) of whether fruit by the foot is candy or not surfaces. Let's do number four. Number four. Number four. This comes to us from Bookmark 19. It's more the VR world is back at it again, <clears throat> solving problems that probably you could do without VR. But hey, we've got it. So here we go. Um, what this is, is there's a new thing that they're doing. Uh, 
where uh, they are, they've used VR. It's part of a thing where they teach you, if you're somebody with anxiety, which is everybody, um, for good reason, I think at this point, um, they teach you a breathing exercise. And then you're like, There's here, here's how you do this breathing exercise. It's meant to calm you down or whatever. And then they're like, all right, now let's try it. And then they put you in VR and make you deal with a terrifying monster and they're like, all right, now do the breathing thing that we taught you so that you don't freak the fuck out. Um, it, to me, seems unnecessary <laughs> to yeah. test it to this level. They put you in and make you play Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Uh, and that's how they uh, treat your anxiety. Look, that game I is do, scary. I like the you idea that the, trash. <laughs> that this is headline spooky. is that VR is helping to solve anxiety. <laughs> but it sounds like the only VR component of this is helping to trigger anxiety. Yeah. It's more of a the test. The breathing afterwards. exercise is the is the this that's yeah. the part that's helping anxiety. This feels very like I'm afraid of spiders so they put you in like a thing and pour a bunch of spiders on right. you or It's whatever. like 1984. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not to <laughs> mention yeah. that the breathing exercise that they're teaching you here is 478 breathing which is uh, you breathe in for four seconds, hold for seven seconds, breathe out for eight seconds. It's a very common breathing exercise. It does not take a lot of practice or whatever. I do it to like help me sleep sometimes. Like, yeah, it's good stuff. You, it, it doesn't like, if, you, if you've been told how to do it, that's it. You know how to do it now. Like, so I don't think- You all know how to do it now. Yeah. Because I just told you. Yeah, you do. So I get mean, on those VR headsets. There's, there's details. You're like supposed to do certain things like through your nose, out your mouth. I don't know, but- so, yeah, I would have just been like, okay, cool. And first of all, I've been like, I already know that from Instagram. But then they'd be like, okay, time to get on the VR thing. They show them. Now, what it said in the story, it says scary monsters. And I was like, oh, I bet it'll be kind of funny to see what these monsters look like. Then they have an image of what the monster that confronts you in the VR game is. Kath is a goddamn badass. And she's, you know, <laughs> she fucking put her thumb under her nose like an anime protagonist was like not very scary to me um <laughs> i think it's very scary it's like i would just say for something that's like if you're doing like a medical study where they're like we're going to show you something scary like i feel like by nature those are usually like a picture of a bear like you know it's like kind of more controlled or something this is what looks like a nude distended figure that is in like a completely unnatural kind of like creaky walk pose with yeah uh, it's doing it's it's doing like a real andy circus thing yeah if, if, i said this before if you're a gamer uh listening to the show he looks like uh it looks like valdo from soul caliber yeah. this is much closer to like silent hill than it is to like oh a scary monster to me like it's like it, it has it will trigger things in your psyche they gotta make um, it scary that's what they're testing yeah and also i would say like i don't know if you guys have ever done any like have you done vr before like uh, no okay so just VR, just virtual just virtual boy which is, i feel like does not count <laughs> oh you played mario tennis and got violently motion sick i, I, play, I, I played the boxing <laughs> the boxing one it was fun they used to have one at a hollywood video near me and you could play it was like nintendo's bad vr thing years ago it wasn't real vr but it made you very sick um, it, it, I mean, it, it was a nausea simulator. It was black with, and all the stuff that was going on on the screen was red. That was like the aesthetic of it. Yeah. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I was going to rent the system from Blockbuster. They didn't have it, and I rented a PlayStation, and the rest is history. So yeah. there you go. Two, tr two paths in a wood. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I have done VR, and I, I think I maybe said this like back, like we had a good VR setup when I worked at College Humor. I don't like, it kind of makes you appreciate like the, like, 
the, the limit of the human, or not maybe the limit of the human brain, but it's like, no matter how jaded or whatever you are, you put on VR and your brain is like, this is real. Like it, it you cannot, it is very effective. <laughs> like you think yeah. you're going to put as it on and be like, like, this is goofy. As, but As far as like, per, like perceiving the stuff in VR as actually being around you. Like I feel yeah. like prioperceptively, it it's like very easy to trick yeah. your your brain. Like even totally. if it's like you you'll get put into a world that is like, you know, like PlayStation one level graphics, like you're standing on the end ed- ed- edge of like right. a building made out of like blocks, but your brain is still like you are on the side of a building and you're in danger. Like it it yep. totally works. Knowing that, and I've I think I played like some like casual zombie type game in a VR one of the when they had those VR things. And that was like not real scary mo- monsters, kind of like your standard zombie type thing. This would be fucking terrifying to do. Like, it's yeah, I don't really see the really appeal scary. of like a first person shooter happening in VR. Like that just sounds like a nervous system aggravator to me, like yeah. in a way that does not seem fun at all. And yeah, adding adding scary stuff to it only makes that worse. Yeah, I like the picture in the thing. If I were in VR and I saw the creepy nude masked thing i certainly would not be happy i would not be i would not be chill about it i don't think i'd probably have to do some four seven eight breathing yeah but uh, it's not that scary to me that's all cast just like no big deal there's just like a big puddle of pee <laughs> scare me. um but no like uh well for example we played resident evil 7 on stream which you can watch if you subscribe to our patreon we have video of it a little gaming uh thing they do. They, there is a VR version of that, so you can imagine like it's not. It's very scary. <laughs> do not like. Yeah. Um, no, thank you. Yeah. So I, I don't just need think that in my life. Cr- okay. Yeah. Um. So uh, they do this. This is this is like a guardian person who who uh, they did this to, and she goes, "Okay, they teach you this technique." Um, and then uh, <laughs> this is a great sentence from this. They like. First, do some general VR stuff to get her used to it. After about five minutes of this, which is her on a rowboat in a tranquil lake, she said, she said, I'm ready to begin the next stage of my training, the dungeon. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm ready to begin the next stage of my training. Yeah. And this is basically, <laughs> even though I know it's just a game, the immersive nature of VR helps to suspend my disbelief. And I'm su- surprised to hear my heartbeat thumping in my ears, which is basically what I'm saying. Like, you just are shocked by how much it... And then... uh so yeah, she's like, <laughs> watch, I guess they show your heart rate in the corner and she's like in a dungeon and then a prisoner gets drab- dragged backwards out of sight and then this monster jump scares you. This like horrible naked silent hilly has like a cloth wrapped around its eyes. Um, and are you supposed to do anything to it or are you just supposed to breathe while it's happening? <clears throat> so it's, they said this is horrible. <laughs> Apparently this game uh, I don't know if this is like actually how it's programmed or they just tell you this. It's They say that it it's because the monster is blind, as you can tell, because its eyes are covered with a dirty cloth, uh, that it will follow your heartbeat. So you have to bring your heartbeat down in order for it not to know where you are. In Whoa, the game. I want to okay. play this game now. Yeah, I've, tur- I've turned a corner on this before. <laughs> I was like, just teach them the breathing exercise. And I'm like, I want to play this. Cath does game. VR. There's, there are some VR. I don't, I'm sure they're out of business, but there were like VR bars. Not where you didn't really drink, but you could do VR in, I don't wanna, in the city. I don't want to share. I don't want like an open use VR. They wipe thing. them down. I don't know. Yeah. It, you got to get the little. You got to get that little harmonica looking thing that like stops anyone from being able to hear what you say in your, in your <laughs> VR. That thing they just announced at yeah. CES. The the mic, the feedback mic. 
Yeah, the little uh, it's a little yeah, a little bobo to honk on. A little, <laughs> little, little gamer bobo. bobo. Um, yeah, it's a pacifier. It's a gamer pacifier. It keeps you calm. Yeah. in this anxiety game. So yeah, look, it, it, it look this thing up it, it, if you if you haven't seen it. It's like it straps around your face, so you're gonna have the goggles strapped to your like eyes. <laughs> yeah, and then this thing strapped around your nose and mouth, so you look like a I don't even know what to describe you as like like a RoboCop or something like a nerd RoboCop, and then. And it's so that you can talk, and I guess it's uh, for slur capture, you know, so you can say all kinds of stuff that nobody can hear outside the game. Right, slur mm-hmm. a slur capturing device. You gotta, they're gonna just make, they're gonna invent all VR stuff to cover all our holes. Just all every <laughs> yeah. hole will be will be filled with plug VR. all my stuff with VR. <laughs> plug yeah. me up. It's like the it's like the cone of silence from Get Smart. Only it looks way way more like a, a harmonica thing. So. They have a <laughs> cone of silence and Get Smart. It's like a straight yeah. up D and D thing. Yeah, it was, it's like a thing that comes down over like the the desk or whatever whatever the fake agency is supposed to be. After I don't remember. I just remember when I was a kid they had they had that. It would be cool if it was the D and D thing and Get Smart. They were like, also now this wizard is going to cast cone of silence on us. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this lady's like, she's like, <laughs> I mean, it's just. It's her like trying to relate in in journalistic way that she was scared fucking shitless. And she goes, I try my best, but the monster is too close and too horrible. (laughs) And then uh, last words, RIP. And uh, then also the the, the researcher was like, I purposely gave you the really scary one. And she was like, cool. Thank you. (laughs) And then at the end, she says, uh, as for me, well, I'd be reluctant to go back into that dungeon, (laughs) which is just like the very. I love the adult way of like, you know, it's like your parents being like, I don't want to play this game anymore. I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> right. But um, I mean, yeah, which is also like, I don't, this, I don't think this, this, uh, as far as I know, this, this lady isn't like older, but like for like my parents or somebody who like isn't used to the level that uh, uh, video games have gotten to. Like if I show if my if I made my dad play Resident Evil 7, he would, I would be concerned. Like it would He'd be. He'd pass away. Yeah. It would be the end for him. Um. So, yeah, uh, apparently uh, it didn't work. I mean, she knows the breathing exercise, so on that level it did work. But uh, That's so, okay, so they're using VR to test uh, anxiety treatments, and the test has been a failure. <laughs> VR is too scary. Yeah. Thank you, VR, for helping us. <laughs> also, it's I mean, like, it's also like if you're being chased by a monster. Yeah. It's reasonable to have anxiety. Like, that's okay. Right. Yeah, that's, like, your bi- like there's sense. a reason it exists. But it's like I get it though. You're trying to train yourself to have some control over your right. over your nervous. Like the system. therapist should just pull out a gun and point it at the person. Then it's like <laughs> do the breathing exercises. Right. Yeah. No, it's they do a VR and it's someone breaking up with you, and yeah. that's what you have to <laughs> you have to keep your breathing steady while someone tells you that uh, you're really great, but they just don't think you're compatible. Yeah, and uh, you know and. The other thing is, like, this is the, uh, like, I've literally told this to people when I've been in conversations where, you know, if you talk to somebody who's like, I don't get horror movies, I don't get why people watch them, why would you want to feel bad? And mm-hmm. I've been like, I watch horror movies and like scary stuff because it it overwrites my regular anxiety. Because if I'm right. looking at this yeah. horrible monster, my whole brain is like, oh, no, <laughs> right. scary monster. And I'm not thinking about being like. What if everybody's talking about me? I'm just like, oh no, <laughs> look at this werewolf. Right. This is so scary. I'm not thinking about all the stoves that have been left on in my apartment building if I'm yeah. thinking about, you know, I tell somebody you, getting yeah. chased by a slasher. That's one one upside of that whole fucking, I mean, it's all fake anyways, but the stove debacle, I was like, dude, if that means that I don't have to think about my building blowing up, 
give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust eight people that live above me. That's a um, real, yeah, that's a real common uh, intrusive thought fear of mine is yeah. is like carbon monoxide and then also just stuff uh, spontaneously catching on fire because someone left the gas yeah. on. That's hey, like, PSA, those are some big ones for me. Check if you're, check if you have a carbon monoxide detector. Check it out. Or We're a health podcast. And uh, tweet a bunch of insane shit and then find out like a year later that it was because you have a gas leak in your house. Yeah. If you're seeing <laughs> someone, someone, someone will respond with that tweet that's like, your house about to explode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do really enjoy those. I saw a good Reddit one the other day. It's always Reddit where someone's like whole ceiling is falling apart and they're like, should I be concerned? And everyone's like, you need to leave. Oh um, no, it was a Reddit. It was like a Reddit relationship post. And it was like, why is my girlfriend being so weird? And it was just like this weird story about like um she was <laughs> she was making him a san- silently making him a sandwich every morning and uh giving it to him and saying, "It's cold out there. Better hoagie up." <laughs> he was like <laughs> He was like, "It's so weird." And then when I come home in, in the evening, she doesn't remember it. Like, is she gaslighting me? Like she has a weird sense of humor. And then like a couple days later it was like yeah, there was there was a gas leak, or like something like that. Man, yeah, I, I always saw, enjoy those. I saw a, an incredible. I wish I could remember where. It was just one of those meme things, but just like an absolutely perfect fake Reddit post that just like skewers like all of like the Ask Reddit thing, which was just a fake Ask Reddit post. that was like, ladies of Reddit, what's one thing a man, an overweight gamer, has done in front of you that has made you want to be his girlfriend immediately? <laughs> like, <laughs> that is the undercurrent of like every question on there. It's just like, how do I please? <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry to this scared lady. Um, yeah. Good luck with your breathing. It's a good breathing exercise. Check it out. It's one, what is two, four, eight, right? Four, seven, eight. Four, seven, eight. Four, seven, eight. Yeah, and get a and get a carbon monoxide detector. Yeah, the the Google real, Nest one it. is is pretty good, uh, and you can and, and this way you I'm can know if Google anything happens when you're not at home. Huh? Listen to my fucking carbon monoxide. Oh. Yeah, I guess they can listen to it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, as far as I know, it does not have a, a microphone. I feel like that would have been reported by now. Hooking my carbon <laughs> monoxide detector into Wi-Fi. It's also so it can kick me out of I don't want the my... NSA knowing my carbon monoxide levels. Right, exactly. So it can kick me off of Call of Duty if my apartment is filling with gas. <laughs> it shuts you out of all your devices. Yeah, kicks yeah. me back Make to the sure lobby. You, don't... you need to go. <laughs> Make sure you don't post anything weird. It just mm-hmm. logs you out. But yeah, that is like, I am I am very afraid of that. That is one thing that I, gas stoves are really nice to cook on, but I would like to not be kept up at night by things spontaneously lighting on fire i'd be kept up at night by something else i'm sure but it it'll be exciting to know what would replace it you know mm-hmm. yeah it's like a thought exercise scary one exactly number three Let's do number three number three uh number three this is some crime news from the new york post crime news uh, crime news um a this is the first of two pigeon stories this week. We have a pigeon section on the pod. Uh, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a bubbling cauldron with a pigeon in it. Oh no! <laughs> pigeon soup. Pigeon soup. Um, so this happened in Canada. Uh, this pigeon. This this is weird because like they don't really talk about like how it was found they just say that the prison the the pigeon is in jail they apprehended <laughs> and detained the pris- the pigeon 
in a Canadian jail. Yeah, so, the cops put the pigeon. And gentlemen, we got him. They got a picture of all the cops <laughs> and the pigeon on a, a shitty folding table, giving thumbs yeah. up. Yeah. Well, this that is like what I imagine. You go to Canadian jail, and it's like your only other cellmate is a pigeon. That's who you have. Pretty to, good deal. So a pigeon in a little striped suit, <laughs> walking up playing to a harmonica, cell, walking up to a cell and seeing a pigeon standing on the top bunk and a guy in the bottom bunk covered in scratches, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> scratches and, and bird shit. Yeah, Just, yeah. Um, but yeah, so this pigeon was detained. That was the word the New York Post used, detained, um, because they found him. Uh, Flying over uh, Vancouver with a little backpack on full of crystal meth. Yeah. This pigeon had a little backpack. That's number one. Who's making pigeon backpacks? That's wild. Etsy. Um, but yeah, he had 30 grams of, of uh, crystal meth with him. And I guess somebody was, you know, th- that's probably what they did on the crystal meth is train carrier pigeons to deliver crystal meth. They had to train so, the pigeon not to get high on its own supply. That's true. Right. I'm looking what at pigeon. What other errands do you have us running for the DA? <laughs> <laughs> I am looking up pigeon backpacks on Etsy. Unfortunately, I'm getting mostly backpacks with pictures of pigeons on them. Mm, Though yeah. there is something here that I would like to perhaps buy called the International Pigeons 2023 calendar. Ooh. Yeah. Is it a pinup calendar? Are they all sexy? <laughs> yeah, they all have their titties out in the calendar. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm sure you could get a little pigeon backpack made. Right? It'd be really cute. Yeah. Be very cute. Um, I'd want to put maybe some little seeds in there or something, not, That's so not cruel. crystal meth. It can't get in there. I mean, I I feel like they could probably get in there, right? Be like taping They can a, turn their heads pretty far. Like taping a donut to a cop's back or something. <laughs> <laughs> the cruelest thing you can do. The cop just spins in circles all day yeah. trying to get that donut. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess, and I guess a pigeon could hold a lot of crystal meth, to be honest. They said 30 grams. That's like, that's quite a bit, I would say. That sounds like a lot. That's about an ounce, I believe. A little over an ounce. Yeah. So. Were they using it to get the drugs into the prison? Was somebody going to meet it in the yard? I I think that might be what what it is, because they, they, they captured it over the prison. Like yeah. they didn't, they didn't capture him somewhere else and sh- send him to jail. They yeah. didn't, you know, um, he's not there awaiting trial, you know? Um, I feel like the bars have to be too far apart for a pigeon though. There's no way yeah. that he's <laughs> effectively, unless they put him in solitary, maybe that put him mm, one they of put those him in the hole, <laughs> pigeon in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> he's communicating. He's cooing through the, uh, through the air shaft at his, at his, fellow uh hole residents yeah just he's walking the pigeon down the middle of the hallway and all the inmates cat calling the pigeon <laughs> <laughs> all the all the cells are filled with sylvester the cat and he's trying to grab it yep that's they have to put him in protective custody yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um i i don't have a lot of info about this but yeah they saw him flying and then uh i guess he they're just like they noticed that there was a little pigeon with a little backpack and they checked it out and it was full of drugs yeah so this is apparently a a new thing they have not uh they have not at least in vancouver have not seen this kind of drug smuggling before this is uh 
Yeah. This is a new strategy. So yeah. And the, somebody said, quote, great. they have gone backward in technology. <laughs> if it ain't broke, so. don't fix it as far as That's pigeons yeah. carrying crystal meth. Also, no well, shade to the... Well, uh, like, uh, apparently people were using drones for a while, and the, the police got really good at tracking and uh, yeah. like, apprehending the drones. They're like pigeons. That's our new But thing. also, drones aren't supposed to be... Like, if you see a drone, you're not like, it's migrating, you know? A pigeon can escape <laughs> right. suspicion a little bit because you're like, oh, well, those are around. Drones aren't just right. around. Right. You could um, just, you, like, ask the citizens, you know, to, like, throw rocks at it or whatever. If you see a drone, look, it's annoying anyway, right? So just God, take it down. I would be yeah. so thrilled if... That would be, like, probably my favorite thing cops would have ever done if they told us if you see a drone it's on site like they did with lantern flies yeah <laughs> if you see a drone throw rocks smack at it one. yeah <laughs> um yeah i mean but if you see a drone it's it's like a fucking magic you know it's like a special right. move in an anime where they're like its user must be within 40 yards <laughs> right we have to kill well, the user it's carrying out some kind of purpose yeah. whereas a pigeon is not so but that's why they were like maybe they got the idea from the drone stuff but since the drones weren't working they went yeah. they went pigeon this is basically so. an episode of jojo's bizarre adventure from the new episode where they're the new season where they're in a jail this is just out of that I think. Oh man, I'm just imagining like a buff JoJo pigeon. <laughs> oh hell be yeah, <laughs> be cool. There's a hawk that has a stand. Anyways, nobody cares about that, <laughs> but there is a bird in it that has like special powers. It's pretty cool. Nice. Yep. Well, yeah. Um, free this pigeon. He did nothing wrong. Get him out of jail. Just take his backpack. He's not going to tell you anything. He didn't know like, he was doing it. Yeah. You know. I, I, you're not going to get any information out of him. Prove so. motive. Prove yeah. who are you working for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leave him alone. Number two. Number two. Number two. Number two comes to us from Discount Yodeler in the Discord. Uh, this is a story um, uh, from the world of the cinema and uh, the cinema verse. The cinema verse, the cinema cinematic um, universe, the CCU. Yes, yeah. the The Italian authorities have uh, accused Michael Bay, director of uh, among other things, the, the 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 relevant movie here is Six Underground, which is a Netflix movie that I forgot existed. It's one of those ones that just passes right by. Yeah, that doesn't. This is the first I've ever heard those two words put together. Mm-hmm. That's um, this movie does not exist. It's 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 fine. It's like a. It's like a billionaire squad, a bunch of guys that like fake their own, like they fake their own death so that they can like fight crime, like, you know, from bunch beyond of Bruce the grave, Wayne's. but they're all rich. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's, I think if I'm, right, but, um, Batman, uh, so yeah. So, uh, anyway, Michael Bay, the Italian authorities are accusing him and, and it's him because he was the director. So the head of the production of killing a pigeon in 2018 in Italy, um, and On it was a, a wild night out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess he I got guess pigeons... fucked up and wrung a pigeon's neck. <laughs> I mean, pigeons are apparently an, a protected species in Italy. I'm not what? sure. If That's it's insane. Pati- well, I'm not sure if it's a particular kind. Cause it, like the pigeons that we know are like generally rock pigeons, and like they're mm. they're found like everywhere. Maybe this is like a different. These kind are R and B pigeons. <laughs> These are tarantella pigeons, not rock yeah. pigeons. A homing pigeon, so it is a little bit more. <laughs> Italy also has an, a national law that makes it illegal to, let's see, um, 
kill, hunt, harm in any way any kind of wild bird, I guess. So that's interesting. Um, so um, Cats on trial. Yeah. Yeah. All cats are felons in Italy. Um, so, yeah. So I, so I guess, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know what the statute of limitations is on this because it wasn't 2018. I, I don't know when they brought the charges. I mean, it seems like this this was like a big news story this week. But apparently they've been, this has been going on for like a year. They've been so investigating I, it for two years. Yeah. They're four yeah. years now. They've been and investigating they brought, it for four years. They mm. brought the charges a year ago. And he apparently was offered a plea deal. Um, <laughs> he pled to, out. To pay a small fine, but he refuses. To we'll give you pigeon slaughter out. one if you play out. <laughs> Second degree pigeon slaughter. Yeah. Um, so what? Did it, they say so, how? Yeah. So it was. It's not like so. It's not. This isn't like cannibal holocaust or something where like they kill a turtle, you know, like on screen. The pigeon death scene in Six Underground is it's gruesome, grotesque. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they no. It, it got hit by a dolly apparently during a take. <laughs> so probably like shooting a car that's chase a, or something. That's on the pigeon. That's yeah. the pigeon's fault. Get to out a of the certain- Killed is like fly. killed is so ge- so generous here. Like a pigeon died. A pigeon just <laughs> passed away during this. Got Randy Johnson just yeah. fl- like feathers everywhere. No, I, I don't know. But I mean, and this is all because some person, an individual, saw the incident occur, took a photo, and informed the police. So I don't know who this vigilante is that's out there. Um, what kind know. of maniac is on a film set with movie stars and takes a picture of a dead pigeon instead? Yeah. Psycho shit. Yeah. But, you know, somebody, the bird lover, right? I don't know. You yeah, know. just went texting um, a picture of a dead pigeon to What's up? I'm at the Michael Bay movie set. <laughs> Please Text investigate. Dead pigeon. <laughs> this, guy's just, this bird is dead as hell. Draw, yeah, it's taken <laughs> it's upon Michael themselves Bay's fault. to draw a chalk outline around the pigeon where it got smeared by a dolly. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, so, it really is one of those headlines that it's like, Michael Bay is charged with killing a pigeon. It's like, what? It's like, oh, no. A movie he was directing, a dolly accidentally hit the pigeon. It's like, oh, okay. No, man. Yeah. Less. He killed this pigeon after a, you know, crazy night out with the cast. He grabbed it by the throat. Yeah, he wrung its neck. <laughs> And they um, had to like call his guy to like come dispose a of a cleaner, it. yeah. His cleaner, yeah. Yeah, so you know he's got a guy. So yeah, so that's that's the um that's that's the story. I don't know where I mean he doesn't seem particularly worried about it. Um and You said he, he refuses to plead guilty? He doesn't want to have to re- he doesn't want to have to plead guilty to having harmed an animal because he thinks the whole thing is bullshit, I guess. Um yeah. which, you know. So he's re- he's refusing the plea deal. He's going to take this to trial. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I guess, theoretically. I can't yeah. imagine they're going to really use the resources on that. But He maybe. says, I, mean, I am confident we will prevail when I have my day in court. So, <laughs> it's one There of those are two where, sides to this story, okay? Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know what Italian courts look like. I mean, if it's any kind of, based on other Italian civil services, you know, it's probably a shit show, like a lot of things over here. I have some ideas but, about what an Italian court would look like, but I would get in trouble <laughs> if I said any of them. <laughs> but, like, you know, I don't know how clogged they are but like stuff like this does not go to trial in the united states you know what i mean like you just there's some kind of like you know here's your you know uh here's the fine you're gonna pay anyway but at least you didn't have to plead guilty you're you know whatever so maybe he can do like an alfred plea or something i'm not even um, paying a fine dude the pigeon just threw itself into a a fine you you pay the judge and then it goes away like you don't pay a fine i think that's what i I think italian court is like no it's got to be like a strict liability crime because like your mental state and culpability is like not they're not tied together because like you know i don't know how you can shoot a movie which you're which you have a permit to do from the city presumably 
Like, and all of a sudden you're like, what else could they have done to like, st- you know what I mean? To not right. hit that bird. Like, it doesn't sound like, <laughs> you know, like it doesn't sound like there's anything they could have done, which is fine. But then maybe don't make it a, don't talk about a criminal proceeding and just talk about it's a civil like fine. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. I don't, or just be maybe like, it is just a, hey, maybe it is just a civil thing, you know, and, and, this and it's just being reported poorly. Yeah. Hey, maybe yeah. next time check for pigeons, which you can't even really do because they fly in there. They're fast. They're just flying around. They're fucking everywhere. Yeah. Right. Well, you, you sh- what you should do is you have to have like an area where you attract them all where it's safe. So you just throw a bunch of seed down somewhere. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. they then there's they a PA that has to spook all the pigeons away before they move <laughs> anything. So it doesn't throw get- a bunch of pizza crust down someplace and that uh, keeps them busy. So yeah. So that's that's that. I imagine this will just kind of go away at some point. Um, but uh, everyone got a good chuckle out of it. Um, Free Michael re- Bay reminded me of a movie that like I said totally forgot existed um, yeah <laughs> I think you should have gone harder I think you should have been like I'm glad the pigeon's dead yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd do it again <laughs> <laughs> yeah number uh, one yeah I mean yeah oh wait did you have more to say I was gonna say the new Michael Bay movie Ambulance is pretty good if anybody has any interest in I've that. heard it's that's, great that's streaming in a bunch of places I think so no pigeons uh, were harmed either I'm gonna so not to my, not, not to my knowledge clean conscience I'm gonna store yeah. the, all those movies up for a day where I have a, a marathon of uh, movies where the name is just a vehicle I'm gonna watch Ambulance I'm gonna watch Plane, Plane. yeah mm-hmm. uh, any other any other Hot suggestions Hot Time Machine that's a vehicle <laughs> technically a vehicle yes time. <laughs> The hill cath dies. The on. bicycle thief? No, that's the, the thief, not the bicycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of more. I'm psyched movies. about plane. Ship it looks sick. I don't know if there's Can't a wait. movie called Ship. Ghost cool Ship. Was. Titanic. Ghost ship. Titanic. I Titanic. guess is a vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great film festival you got planned. Yep. Titanic is coming back out in theaters next month, I believe. So. Titanic. Planes, trains, Love and automobiles. It. Come to my film festival. <laughs> I'm going to be arrested. Zero discernible sort of thematic thing other than just the titles. Come watch me be arrested for screening movies I don't have the rights to <laughs> on the side of a building in Brooklyn. By the way, uh I got to see The People's Joker this week, the controversial uh one that only screened one time and then DC Comics was like, "You can't, you're not allowed to do this." <laughs> uh I got to see it the other night and it's great. It's really good if you get an opportunity to see it. Which hopefully it, it is like legal, like they figured out, like it is they are allowed to do it, but uh, it is still being screened only very limitedly. Is it basically so. like the Joker was right? Is that what? It's no, it's this movie. It was made by this woman Vera Drew, who works for like absolutely like she's done a bunch of comedy editing for like Adult Swim and stuff, and it's uh it's like her retelling of the of the Joker story as a uh like trans woman like coming of age and uh it's very funny wow. and it's really cool and like they it was a super huge collaborative art project where it's like there's like computer animation 2d stop motion live action it's it's really cool it's yeah really great i'm gonna be honest and it's very funny earlier you said I, you were like i saw the people's joker this week and i just assumed that was a wrestler so it's cool to know that it was a movie i was like <laughs> Seems like a good gimmick, I guess. No, People's yeah. Jo- yeah, the, the, the rock in Joker makeup. Yeah. Oh, no. Maybe we should do that. My wrestling guy is just the Joker. Like, the guy who's just Hitman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of surprised no one's just fully been the Joker yet. Yeah. One of these days. Probably because DC is apparently pretty litigious because they tried to stop this movie from yeah. being shown. Yeah. Um, I, I won't spoil it, but I will say that uh, Lor- Lorne Michaels is a character in The People's Joker, and he is voiced by Maria Bamford, which is very <laughs> funny to me. 
it's yeah. a good good choice uh but yeah it's great check it out if you if you happen to be able to see it i believe vera the woman who made it is screening it in uh philadelphia this weekend so keep an eye out check it out number one number one and this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive I'll just do the uh, the headline on this one. This one comes from uh, comes from Bookmark nineteen. Uh, Skeleton of man who dreaded becoming a museum exhibit will finally be removed <laughs> from display. So that's justice. That um, this is not the funniest story. This is a <laughs> insane like just thinking about museums and this museum in particular um, and how they are just like, Hey, check out this weird thing. Apparently. And that seems to be the, uh, the general impetus for the creation of this. Um, so this is a, a, the Brit- a British museum called the Hunterian museum. It's a collection of anatomical specimens at, at London's uh, Royal college of surgeons of England. Um, it's been closed for renovation and uh, they have, uh, uh, they had, they're going to be removing this skeleton from the display um, an 18th century man, popularly known as the Irish giant, who uh, had uh, acromegaly and gigantism. Um, his body produced much growth hormone, so he uh, he grew to be seven foot seven. Um, and uh, you know, as he got older, I guess I don't know how long he lived, but he basically he made a living, you know, exhibiting himself, just like hey, come check out this tall guy, basically, um, as the Irish giant. And uh, when he passed away, before he passed away, it was apparently well documented that he wanted to be buried at sea (laughs) to prevent his body from being seized by anatomists. But uh, guess what happened? (laughs) This guy... His his will was just do not research. (laughs) Right. Right. Do not look into this. I mean, do not, you know, and and his... his, uh, So this guy who founded this museum is uh, Charles... No, uh, excuse me... uh, Hunter, what is John Hunter? Was a surgeon and anatomist, um, which you know really drives on the f- creep. Sounds well, it drives like, yeah. on the fact that like before, like I don't know, nineteen hundred, like a lot of surgeons were just like you know sawing stuff off they were and messing, messing around, around yeah. with stuff, and yeah, just like kind of like the line. The line between uh, doctor and carney was like really thin until like maybe max a hundred years ago. I feel right. Like. Yeah, like. Like, there's a reason that, like, barbers were doing, like, surgical procedures. You know, the, oh, yeah. the whole thing is just kind of crazy. You know, it's not. Yes. Anyway. That great so, uh, uh, Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack character, Dr. Barber. You guys oh, familiar? Yeah. I'm aware of Flapjack. I'm not aware of the character specifically. It's, it's just that. And it's like, you think it's very creepy. And then you're like, oh, this was a real thing where you just go. This and, really happened. Yeah. It was basically like, my husband's sick. And they were like, we're going to do some stuff to him. And then either he's part of science or he'll be better. But it's like a... Or his corpse will be baby smooth <laughs> yeah. because we're barbers as well. <laughs> yeah, we'll shave right. him. And so it's a, there's a little bit of that that I think that still is kind of floating around in, in medicine um, when like uh, they have like teaching hospitals and stuff and like they'll bring in like the students. Oh, you got to check this out or, you know, effectively. And yeah. it's like, oh, cool. Really feels good to be one of those people. It's like, I haven't seen anything <laughs> like this in a while. They did that to me. big... Like those big operating theaters where it's like, oh great, I'm glad I'm glad my surgery has the stands. Right. I'm glad that's part of this. They when I had pericarditis like years ago, it's unusual, I guess, for someone to have pericarditis at my when I was like at my age, and I was sitting on a tape t- bed, and they brought a class and to see me, 
and didn't talk to me either. They were just like, look at this guy, look at his chart. And I sat there and I mean, I was on morphine because they gave it to me. So I didn't really care, but it would, in retrospect, it's an inflammation of the sac around your heart. So it basically feels Ah. exactly like you're having a heart attack, but you're not, but I wouldn't recommend it. (laughs) I would say, don't do it. Isn't that's, is that the same as myocarditis? I don't Which is the vaccine slash COVID one. I, I think my I know that's like an inflammation around the heart or something. I think myo means muscle and then para it's some it's like the sac. Yeah. You get it's like I had like a stomach virus and then they were like, it spread your heart. And I was like, that seems bad. Anyway, hey class, to, come in here. This guy's got a swollen sac. Yeah. I took yeah. an Check Uber to the hospital. It was cool. <laughs> we're, we're, the yeah, Uber driver we're gonna, we're gonna was get this pretty video freaked demonetized out. For one for the hospital, please. I literally yeah. went on to Uber and I was like, hospital. <laughs> they picked me up. <laughs> Um, yeah, but just, so yeah, this, this guy, uh, he, he passed away and this, apparently the, this Hunter, the hunt, John Hunter, the founder of the museum, um, paid his friends and arranged for his corpse to be snatched on the way to a burial at sea. And Thanks. then, uh, uh, you know, took his skeleton out and, uh, stood it up and put it on display. If you um, if if the body gets snatched on the way to the burial at sea, do you still go to the sea? Do you still, do you still take like to get the on sea? the ship? Like, well, it says they. How far it. do you go before you pretend that you know? Before you stop pretending that you sold off your friend? Well, it well, says I mean, they he's, checked. He's gonna be on display, yeah. so it's more about <laughs> making sure know. that no one knows you were the one who was supposed to be, uh, you know, delivering him yeah. to the ocean. Not so much <laughs> that you tried or whatever. Even more fucked up. Reading this, not only was this guy like scared of being displayed, he was scared of this guy. Right. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> yeah. say the Wikipedia article makes it clear that the guy had already offered him while he was alive to pay for his corpse. So he knew this guy was like, you know, all Please gassed up. Please do not up. do this. And he said, like, knowing he wanted his body for dissection, which apparently at that time was reser- a fate reserved for executed criminals. So Aww. this this story sucks, you know, well, you weren't allowed to have, like, any bodies for a long time, right? I mean, that, I think that's fair. Yeah. A, lo- a lot of, yeah, I mean, they like, a lot of early sort of anatomy study was done on robbed. Yeah, houses. didn't Da Vinci ha- have some guys that stole him some... Some dead folk? Probably, yeah. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of ethical stuff, you know, like obviously scientific advances have to be done on the backs of some horrible things or or, or, or were done on the backs yeah. of some horrible things and uh, not ideal. But New York um, just passed. But at the same time, like, what are you going to learn from this guy? He's just really big. No, this he, guy was just doing it for an yeah, They weren't learning. He wasn't doing it for any him kind straight of scientific up in a, reason. He put him immediately in a box. It was like, right, check no, it out. This, no, no, no. Yeah, no. I'm not, I'm not saying that. An I'm not saying this way. Yeah. I was just saying in general, the idea of like, you know, dissecting a body is like, you know, yeah, to learn about it. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so this was purely for carny reasons. It, it seems so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It does uh, say. So, yeah. So, it's, okay. so. And it's great how how that morphed into an actual museum. Just. Well, that's uh, the, that's an the absolute thing. creep. Also, by the way, this is Body Worlds. This is the same. This is the same thing to me. So he. So this guy, this guy had a reputation for collecting unusual specimens for his private museum. Unusual like, specimens. Like the trustees of the hospital are like this, you know, the, our founder and other anatomists and surgeons of the 18th and 19th centuries acquired many specimens in ways we would not consider ethical today. Maybe just like close the museum. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Like it's insane that this is the origin of that museum. But then again, it's the same thing as the Body Worlds exhibit. So I guess it's not that crazy. Yeah. But yeah, like all all museums are either the Mutter Museum is kind of like this in in Philly. I, I think they were like a little bit more medical, but there's a lot of stuff in there that was not obtained ethically, and it's like human remains and stuff like that. But it's also like 
Yeah, every museum either started as carny shit or as just like colonial theft. Like there's no good origin of any museum that was started longer than like 50 years ago, mm. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Return them to the earth where they would like to be. <laughs> just put it all back in there. Curses. I do think it tells the funny. He said that his, he wanted to be buried at sea. He also said he wanted to be sealed in a lead coffin, which seems like less of a grave robbing thing. And if someone was like, you need to seal me in a lead coffin after I'm dead, I'd be like, I'm coming what back. What are you? No, I'd be yeah. like, what's what happening? Is going I'm worried on? about coming back. That's what that means to yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. That's like the. It's like you the, need to separate all of my limbs and bury them in different countries. It's like, right. Mm, because of grave robbers or because. Are you the alpha and the omega? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> you know, it's like that. That uh, they opened that lead sarcophagus that they found in Notre Dame. Finally, yeah. If it's uh, a lead coffin, you leave that thing undisturbed. That is. It was apparently just some guy. There wasn't anything. <laughs> he was just that a creep. weird about him. Yeah, people just it thought was just he was a guy. mean and shitty. Put him in a lead coffin. It was the master. So. Yeah, <laughs> strain. That's who was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, strain talk. Yeah. So. I, right. Are they gonna are they gonna bury this guy or are they gonna throw him in the ocean like he wanted? I um, think they should throw him in the I ocean. I don't know what's gonna happen to the body, I don't believe, but they are not displaying it, so I assume they're gonna inter it and some you know, do some uh, hopefully they just yeah, I don't know if they just dump it in the ocean or whatever. They should do it in a place where they don't let anyone know where it is, so no one else can yeah. get yeah. it. Um They and, should put uh, him in Dobby's grave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in a public sand dune. There it is. Yeah. I feel like people when can, you, but, people can leave huge socks. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely going to be like from from Christmas. Yeah. Like socks. I feel like when they put this guy away, there's definitely going to be like, you know, like something that rises and then they're going to hear like a thank you. Like they're going to get it's the world is going to be something's going back into balance when this guy is is put back where he should be underground. Yeah. It sucks that he was on display for when did he die? It was a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, it was during Hunters. It was in like the mid, like mid to late seventies. This guy has mentioned two hundred years novel. at least. Mid to late seventies. Mid to late. What? Wh- no, when he did died he die? in seventeen eighty three. So okay. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Sucks that he has been on display for two hundred years. Get him out of there. Yeah, but he he was he was famous though. He was mentioned in a uh, in which book? Um, David you know, Copperfield. Okay. Yeah. So. You know what? Name dropper. Here's what you do. You dig up this fucking hunter guy, put him on display. See yeah. how he likes it. See how he likes yeah, it. Yeah, museum of, of a big creep. Check out this asshole. Right. This is the skeleton of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> World's this biggest asshole. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is what it looks like, yeah. He is remembered as a founder of scientific surgery. You know, it's See? just like, well. Well, <laughs> the line between... Medicine and carnism, very very thin. He actually was the guy who first stitched together the mermaid, which is the monkey stitched to a fish. <laughs> oh, yeah, the mermaid. Fiji mermaid. Yeah, <laughs> not exactly her. what you'd like a mermaid to be, anyways. You think it's going to yeah, be a sexy like, lady? No, no, no. I feel like that's still disappointing. Yeah, even though it is like the discovery of a cryptid or whatever. If you're like, check it out, I found one, and then it's that. Yeah, that's a bummer in itself. Yeah, it's like so if someone's like, I found the Jersey Devil, and it's just like. The top of a badger and the bottom of a squirrel, and it's like dirty. You're like, I don't think that's just kind of a gross animal. It's always gonna be like a cool guy with hooves and wings and stuff. Yeah, that's my take. Exactly. No dice. That's my take. Well, congrats to this guy. I'm glad. I I hope they throw him in the ocean. But whatever <laughs> happens to him, it's better than 
being it's funny it's funny that we're talking about that as like the good thing just throw him in the ocean throw him in the ocean it's what he wanted yeah Yeah. throw him in the ocean down there with osama bin laden (laughs) (laughs) plugs time plugs time Plugs, 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 Patreon.com slash what a time pod. That is the best way to support the show. We got weekly bonus episodes, well over 200 now. We got, let's see, live show video. We got Roadhouse commentary track, Fate of the Furious commentary track. You get five free shipping. At our uh, at our merch store, which is whatatimepod at bitcartel.com. Um, all the links to all the stuff are at whatatimepod.com slash links. And um, let's see, what else? You join the Discord. Ten, uh, if you join the Patreon at the $10 level, you can submit stories in the Discord. That's all the big stuff. Uh, we're on YouTube now. YouTube.com slash at whatatimepod is the easiest way to get there. And um, I think that's the main stuff. Twitter, we're what a time pod. Instagram, what a time pod. What a time podcast at gmail.com. I believe that's all the main stuff. Give us a review on iTunes if you like the show. That's a good way to support the show too. Um, and we thank you for your support and for listening and subscribing and all that. So that helps us do what we do. Um, we are doing a live stream this month, um, which should be fun. We're doing that on the 25th of January. That's a Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. So uh, uh, check that out. And that's for patrons only. So um, sign up. And uh, I'm Patty Mo on the stuff. I don't think I have anything to plug. So that's it for me. I have a podcast uh, called Lie, Cheat, and Steal. It's a true crime podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. We just released a free episode about George Santos. Uh, what a doozy. What a what, what, what Quite a bit to say. Uh, it was a fun one. So definitely check that out. Um, especially if you are familiar with the lies, but not the real stuff. We talk about like kind of what he was actually up to during that time. And it turns out it was more scamming. So very interesting. Uh, I'm Kath Barbadoro on social media and I post my stand updates on there. So follow me there. Uh, this week, if you're listening to this on Monday, January, oh, <laughs> 16th. Uh, this Tuesday, uh, I will be at Heart Bar in Bushwick doing a show at, I believe, 8 p.m. Um, if you want to come see that, other than that, I'm just hanging out. <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. Hey, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye.